Ah, it's time for bed. Turn off the lights and tuck in. But what happened before the light bulb, when nature turned off your lights way too early? I'm Patty Steele. How Everybody Dealt with Darkness is next on The Backstory. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on do not disturb, tuning out all the constant the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Does anybody really get enough sleep? I know I sure don't. But did you know that until one simple invention came along, pretty much the entire world slept a whole different way every night? I'm going to tell you about that invention in just a moment. But first, there's a pretty fascinating backstory that's all about how we slept. Until the late 1800s, folks went to bed really early. They woke up late, did all sorts of stuff, and then went back to sleep until morning. And they did it for thousands of years. It's called segmented sleep. Now, I always wondered back in the day, did people sleep more or maybe just sort of pass out in front of the fireplace when they got tired in the evening? Turns out, no. If they were going to be awake, even if it was dark outside, they wanted to be totally awake. So it's a typical day. You work all day. We all do that. Maybe eat some supper. Then you go to bed early, like really early, six or seven o'clock. And that's called your first sleep. Then, and here's where it gets kind of fun. You get up around 10 or 11 p.m. and you stay up until maybe 3 a.m. Second sleep kicks in at that point, And that lasts until it's light outside. And more people did this than not. How do we not know this, huh? See, nobody wants to waste light in those days because after dark, light was all about fire, which was a real hassle to fuel. So again, you wanted to be really awake when you were awake, no dozing off and wasting candle or firelight. So what happens in between sleeps? It's crazy active. You go to parties, do social stuff like going out for a beer, and you get stuff done around the house. Or maybe you write letters, poetry, books, make music, art. The time in between sleeps is called the watch, although, of course, the French make it fancy. Of course they do. They call it dorvay. You gotta love the French, ew. I mean, think about it. How great would it be to be rested at the end of the day, feeling terrific when you go out with friends, instead of exhausted? Well, this went on for thousands of years, all over the world. 
The ancient Greeks felt more creative and in touch with their dreams after first sleep. So late at night, they'd rush off to the temple to get their dreams interpreted so they could figure out what they meant and what was going on in their own heads. I totally get that. Did you ever wake up in the middle of the night and remember some crazy dream? And then you try to go back to sleep because you feel guilty waking up. And in the morning, you know you had a crazy dream, but you forget it. Drives you nuts trying to remember and trying to figure out why the heck you had the dream in the first place. Right into the late 1800s, there were these huge parties at the White House where people didn't even arrive until as late as 10 or 10.30. Dinner wasn't served until after 11. Socialites everywhere held huge formal events with dinner at 11 o'clock and then folks hanging around to party on until like 3 or 4 a.m. Regular folks, though, did the same thing, hanging out in the local tavern, sitting by the fire, maybe making music or just small talk. And it was regularly noted for being a great time to hmm, conceive children. Uh, so what changed all that? Segmented sleep was pretty much a normal part of life right up until the light bulb. That changed the dark part of our days forever. By the way, it's kind of ironic that Edison's light bulb took segmented sleep off the map for most of us and didn't change the way he rested. He mostly just took naps. He wasn't a big sleeper. Now, you'd think that the light bulb changed life everywhere, but that's not exactly the case. Even today, midday siestas and late-night dinners are a thing in Mexico, Italy, Spain, Greece, and other spots. They shut down stores and restaurants in the late afternoon, take a refreshing snooze, and get right back to life in the late evening. And in parts of the world, sort of off the grid, segmented sleep is still really common. For some, it's about saving personal energy and limited available energy off the grid during the heat of the day and re-energizing yourself for late night. So segmented or divided sleep wasn't and isn't just about utter darkness. It was also about the same thing that makes you and me wake up in the middle of the night our circadian rhythm. That's our internal body clock. For a lot of us, that middle of the night wake up is totally natural. Even though a lot of us, including myself, beat ourselves up for it. We just wish we wouldn't wake up. We started ignoring what our body told us when artificial light overtook our darkness. Now we power through. So the actual sleep part of our day is jammed into six to eight hours instead of spreading out over 12 hours with a wake up in between. Maybe though, it's at the expense of our creative output and allowing our body clock to tell us what to do without all that guilt. I'm Patty Steele. The Backstory is a production of iHeartMedia and Steel Trap Productions. Our producer is Doug Fraser. Our executive producer is Steve Goldstein of Amplify Media. We're out with new episodes twice a week. Thanks for listening to The Backstory, the pieces of history you didn't know you needed to know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's Better H-E-L-P dot com.
What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there.